0: It's no secret that real estate is one of the best investment vehicles out there. But with all the current uncertainty, how do we know when and where to put our hard earned money to work for us? It's easy to become distracted by that shiny object or the quote unquote next best thing.
1: So how do we determine which strategies will best align with our financial goals? Whether you're an active real estate entrepreneur, a passive investor, or looking to get into real estate investing, our goal is to provide investors with the insights and strategies to build our portfolios all while protecting our capital. I'm Danny Nichols. And I'm Chris Thompson. This is the Two Smart Assets Real Estate Investing
2: Podcast.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the Two Smart Assets Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am your host, Danny Nichols. Here once again with my co-host, Chris Thompson. What's going on, Dan? Good to see you, man. Had some great guests on this week. Tell the listeners who we spoke with today. Okay, so today
1: we brought in Chris and Ashton Leverett. Uh, they're owner operators of uh, Valkyrie Investment Group, which is a company that helps busy professionals protect and grow their wealth through real estate investing, so that they can focus on what matters most. Uh, at Valkyrie, Chris is the operations manager, where he coordinates the management of the company, technical infrastructure, and daily ongoing operations needed to support the business. While Ashton is a sales and marketing manager, and he coordinates the development of new and existing partner relationships and and provides innovative methods to improve brand awareness. Uh, So today, we spoke about the importance of systematizing your processes and the power of technology, also the power of leveraging the strengths of others when it comes to making successful investments. Uh, The guys also brought up a couple really meaningful nonprofits that they're involved in, really struck a core with me. Uh, they had a lot of good
0: stuff to say. Cool guys. A lot lot of good stuff. Really enjoy it. That's for sure. Uh, And uh, before we jump into today's show, we want all listeners to know that we truly appreciate you tuning in. And if you'd like to show some love and haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a rating and written review. Really helps us attract more guests, grow the podcast, and ultimately provide better information for everyone listening. Also, if you're a passive real estate investor or looking to learn more about passive investing, then check out our website at 2 There you can find our passive investing guide and apartment syndication sample deal that will help you prime and ready for when the real opportunities come your way. Also, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We're we'll posting some great content on there, so make sure to follow us and start connecting. All right, now that's out of the way, let's jump into today's episode with Chris and Ashton Leberek. Guys, it's great to see you. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, good to be here. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We're pumped to have you guys on. Really great to have you guys on the show. But before we dive into the good stuff, just so our listeners can, you know, become more familiar with you guys, tell us a bit more about your background and how you came to starting your own multifamily investing company.
1: Um, yeah, so Ashton Laverick here. Um, so back in about 2018, I was getting ready, prepping to get out of the military. I've been in the military at that point about 18 years. Um, and Chris came to me and he was talking about this real estate thing. He's got other reasons for why he wanted to get into real estate. Um, but when he brought it up, you know, it spurred, the, it, it just made sense. It clicked. And I jumped into some research with him and we got under like a 90, 90 day challenge. And we got our first quad under contract within 90 days. Uh, and the learning and growing was Huge, you know, the the first project is always the biggest one for the learning. Um, And so we, we just went from there and we just started realizing it just snowballed. You know, you realize what you, you can do and you do it. And then you realize you can do more and you just, and the benefits are going bigger. The the economies of scale with bigger properties, um, how fast you can move with partnerships, who you need to work with to grow. I mean, all that stuff just kind of steamrolled into this, into what we are now. Um, which is an investment platform for multifamily syndications. Um, So, I mean, that's kind of where we came from. Like I said, I did 20 years. I finished up 21 years in special operations with the Air Force. I was a pararescue jumper. Um, Both my wife and, of course, Chris can talk more on that, but his wife work for our business now. They both quit their jobs. They work for our business and we've had fun. It's It's been a fun ride. I mean, we're designing the life that we want to live um, by owning and, and managing these real estate deals. So uh, and that's kind of the big picture. I think, you know, maybe Chris wants to talk about his experience and how he got into it as well. And, um, you know, because he's got a different viewpoint, obviously, too.
2: Yeah, I'll jump in. So Chris Leverick, we are brothers. I'm the younger brother. Um, I did follow my brother into the military. He was already in. I joined. I did four years as well. Uh, I right before that I lived in Europe for two years, so I was kind of traveling a bit before that. Um, but hopping in and out of college, and joined the military, did my four years, went back to college, got an IT degree, and then you know I've been doing IT for the last eleven years, so I do have a W two job as well as doing this. Uh, but in two thousand eighteen, yeah, same kind of story. I, I saw that the 401 k business wasn't for me. You know, I saw a bunch of people putting money away that that due to volatility and due to um, the way the 401k is structured, it wasn't ever going to turn out the way you thought. Um, and, and there's plenty of ways to look at that. So, in my perspective in 2018, I decided to go into real estate. I saw a lot of wealthy people in real estate, a lot of money in real estate. You have to ask why. And what I came up with is it's a great asset. It's a hard asset that doesn't, um, you know, it's not deteriorating in value a lot like the dollar is, uh, regardless whatever the prices are doing on the cycle uh, that, that real estate goes through. So, jumped into that. Um, the rest kind of Ashton already dictated and, and every deal we've done has been a, a partnership in its sense. So I don't know if we knew from the start that it would grow into this partnership type business called syndication, but it really worked out that way. Even from our very first squad, it was with a private lender. So it was almost like we were setting up that, that momentum to get going. And now here we are, um, you know, we're working on a 384 unit out of Daytona, Florida. And, you know, that's, that's awesome. It's been a great ride, great dream, uh, working with family and uh, the partners we've had on board as well. So.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing. It's a great story. And first of all, I want to thank you guys for your surf. That's, that's, that's uh, pretty awesome. Uh, thank you. But in ter- in terms of, in terms of your guys' acceleration and your progress, and you guys said you started this in 2018. I mean, just a few short years later, you're already doing it a very large syndication. What is, can you just pinpoint some of the things that really helped you accelerate your progress through that? You know, do you guys have mentorships? What sort of educational resources did you guys use to really push you along so fast?
1: I think there's a bunch of things that we could talk about. Um, I think first and foremost is partnerships. So when Chris and I decided to partner, you you know, it kind of goes like this, right? You have a perception of what you think you can do. You take action according to that perception. You get results from that from that action that you take. And then it changes your perception. And then it changes what you think you can do. And you just keep going in this circle, right? And so it's a lot slower when you do it by yourself. But when you come in and you do that with somebody else uh, or multiple people, like that's happening the, the whole time. Everybody is changing their perception of what they're capable of. And um, when you start to leverage other people's experiences, all of a sudden you're like, well, shoot, I don't need to know how to rehab a property. I just need to know who to talk to. Right, or I don't need to know ha- have to know how to manage a property. I just need to know how to talk to or who to talk to to get that done, right, and who do I want to work with and that's where we we excelled. The other thing I think you know Chris and i I always say this, I think we're very competitive in that sense, so like when he would he would have a, find a good property, I'd go find a good property, so it just or when he'd analyze a property, I'd go analyze property so it was just like this constant, you know, feeding of the machine and it just kept growing and growing. And then, you know, you, you know, I've always been that I've always been all gas myself. I've always been about let, let's go, go, go. And, and Chris is very detail oriented, which helps because it mitigates a lot of the um, risk of having somebody like that on your team. <laughs> um, and, but you know, it, that's what happened. He would read a book, I'd read a book and then it would be like, Hey, I learned this, we need to do this. And Hey, we should try this. We should talk to these people. And it just, and it just kind of snowballed. And then, and I'm kind of, you know, broad stroking everything and big picture in it. But, and that's kind of what I do. I'm big picture like that. But um, it came down to partnerships. It came down to leveraging each other's personality traits, leveraging each other's skills, and, you know, then leveraging other people as well to help grow our business. Chris, you care to add to that? I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: no, that that's really it. I mean, we were constantly evaluating where we were weak, and then we were finding um, partners, or partnerships, or teams, or experts to to counterbalance there. And um, we, as far as mentorships, you know, we we examined a lot. You know, we see a lot of benefit to people going through the the mentorships and and getting access to those networks, those systems. And we constantly couldn't find one we aligned with, so we really. You know, we focused a lot on the the books and the podcasts. We went to a couple of events, um, you know, and we joined a lot of networking, a lot of meetups, a lot of uh, kind of our own networking style. We created our own meetup. And through that, we met partners that as we voiced what we were doing, aligned with what we were doing. And we found, you know, similar values and similar structures. And that's how we scaled. But um you know whether you invest passively in someone's deal and you learn and you're moving with them, you actively grind through it yourself, or you buy into a mentorship. Those are kind of like the three ways that I see to get into syndication. Um, none of them is wrong. It's whichever's wrong or whichever's best for you. Uh, sometimes, you know I wish we had done one or the other a little sooner or a little later, but um, it, it's worked out for us in this regard to just do it through partners.
0: Yeah, I think that's huge, you know, because a lot of people do, you know, they might jump into this thing and immediately like, hey, we know people who are getting mentors and all this stuff. But like you said earlier, you know. These things aren't cheap, and you know, you're gonna spend you know twenty up to fifty thousand dollars on a mentor and if you're you aren't aligned with that mentor, you're just gonna blow fifty thousand dollars you know it's just that's yes. kind of that's kind of how I think about it, and I think we're on the same page with that. The one thing I do want to talk about that you guys brought up was you know partnering and obviously this is so important and and being with the right people is just critical to success, right because if you can go partner with anybody but if it's not a match, you can spin your wheels and waste a lot of time. The the one thing that I think a lot of people that I talk to get, kind of get hung up on is determining whose role is what, you know, say I evaluate myself, I know what skills I can do, but how do I know what's going to complement that? You know, did you guys know, I mean, obviously you guys are brothers, so you know each other very well. Um, but in terms of anybody else, do you actually go in and like, say, assess them for being part of your team? What are you looking for in terms of that?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. And I'll go back to what helped us build our business itself. Um, Chris mentioned books. We inhale books like nobody else that I know of. So uh, Traction was a huge um, influence on our business. The book Traction by Gino Wickman, Wickman. And then also doing personality tests like the disc personality, just to know where people fit best, right? So when we hire people. And before, when we even when we hired, we did this to, with each other. It was just like... Hey, maybe you hate an analyzing properties because you're this type of personality, you know, and, and it's absolutely right. Um, and I'm not to, not to say, I'm not trying to like say all personality tests are created equal, but there's some, I think the disc is pretty good for like business. But yeah, those two are the big or big influence on deciding roles at the beginning. And, um, you know, the more you get to know Chris and I, you'll see. If you don't have somebody like Chris on your team, you need to get somebody because he does. He is really nit, uh, good with the details, really good at the systems, systematizing everything, um, checks and balances to make sure that you're following the same process over and over. Whereas I'm more like trial and error, you know, So and I'll, <laughs> and I'll, I'll just go like, yeah, let's figure it out. I'm going to jump and we're going to f- build this parachute on the way down, <laughs> which is good in one sense, because if you look at it and, you know, If you're an integrator, that's what they call someone like Chris. And I feel like I'm talking like he's not here, but he's absolutely here. (laughs) We've had this conversation multiple times. But if you, people like Chris, he'll analyze things for a long time because he wants to know all the details about it, which is good. But at the same time, at some point you need somebody to push the pedal down and we need to go. And same thing for me. Otherwise, I've made a ton of mistakes. So when you read that book, Traction, if you ever read it, that's what they talk about, a visionary and integrator. And every major, every, every great business um, out there from Disney to, to, you know, Microsoft to Ford motors, all that they all had those. And, um, that's what made some of them so successful as you had some guy out there just like, let's go. And this is my idea. How are we going to do this? And the other guy's like, this is how we're going to do it. We're not going to try all those ideas because you have 20 ideas today, but only two of them are good. You know what I mean? He's going to refine that. And that's what Chris does a lot of times. I hear no from him a lot. So, but then, but then after that, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that went into building uh, the team. It was, it was a lot of um, following the traction model, getting personality tests um, and leveraging people's, like, their personality as well as their experience and then what they want to do, right? And the first two hires were our wives. So, they, they quit their full-time jobs to come on as operations manager um, and financial managing finances and they've excelled at it. Um, not to say that, you know, everything's been perfect, but, um, what did I miss Chris? Yeah,
2: no, that's it. I mean, when you're looking at a deal, when you're looking at a team that needs to take down a deal or a team that needs to run a business, you know, you can define free to focus by Michael Hyatt's another great book, but basically it allows you to define what role you want to play by what is your passion? What are you good at? Um, And and those two scenarios. So, you know, if you really enjoy something or if you're really good in it, those are kind of where you want to align most. And sometimes you'll find you need to wear multiple hats in different teams and that's okay, but the team will shift and change as it goes on. If you're doing syndication, what we found is, you know, there's like five different main roles, whether it's acquisitions, asset management, deal flow, um, financing, underwriting, you know, so you get all these different roles and you go, okay, what does our business do well at? What does our company do good at? Or what do I do good at if you are the company? And then if you don't have the other four roles, go find other people that are good at that. And that's kind of how we did it. We analyzed what we enjoy and what we're good at. And then in our specific company, we filled those roles with people who were good at certain roles or enjoyed those roles. And if we we had empty roles, we filled them. And then we filled as a company that role into another bigger deal structure. So it was the same kind of process.
0: Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I got a question just on that topic. So currently where your guys' business sits, are you, are your roles siloed kind of like what you just mentioned or are you guys still wearing all hats at some points? I
1: think it goes back and forth. There's certain things we wear multiple hats um, and then there's other parts where it's only one of us doing that thing. So like right. Chris, I mean, he's the only one in the business that does the like systematizes a lot of the processes and that's largely because of his background in IT. I don't know any of that. That's like speaking Latin. <laughs> um
2: yeah. I mean, I like the silo almost as long as everyone integrates together. And The reason why is because someone's accountable for something, and when you have someone accountable for everything, you don't get things done very well. Exactly. So you need to, yeah, you need to have a, you know a clear role accountable for a clear delivery. And when you do in that regard, then you can get you know put due dates, put timelines, really know who's falling short. We still wear multiple hats i don't think we have it completely oiled down and even the biggest companies don't but um it, it's something to aspire to because you can have that clear line of sight how someone's doing
0: well i think it's a great point too and i know chris or thompson and i have struggled with this uh, personally a uh, release within you know our business but it's you know having that clarity and defining roles, who does what, but then the accountability part. And I think a lot of our listeners should take that to heart because if you don't have those three things, there can be a lot of confusion and you know things get dropped. And so if, if you don't have those things, you, you need to get those things lined out because it's gonna be make or break, It could be make or break, not necessarily that it is, but it could be make or break in your business if you're not focusing on those things. Um, One thing I do want to try to transition to is leverage. We all know that it's a huge part of real estate investing. And when I say leverage, I know most of us, you know, you first think of financial leverage, but I'm referring to like productivity, time management, all that stuff. So in terms of that, what kind of systems are you guys using? Especially what systems have you implemented to say, hey, this has really grown our business from here to here. What are the systems you guys are implementing right now to really make a successful business?
2: Yes. Yeah, so as far as technology, I mean there there's quite a few. I think Monday.com has been a big one. It's project management. If you want, if you definitely want accountability, you can create, you know, all those due dates, who owns a task, who doesn't, how a project is made up of multiple, you know, multiple tasks. Um, you can use it to a chat to to store documents, all sorts of stuff. So it's a nice big um, total in one solution. The really fun one right now we're liking is active campaign. Uh, if mm-hmm. you haven't used that. It's, it's really cool. Well, I like it. <laughs> it saves me a buttload of time. So, um, you know, I used to use MailChimp. But if you're going to create anything where you're going to be marketing to people, and I would say real estate is, is you're almost like a marketing company that is, is secondly an investment company. Um, so you need to be out there, people need to know your face, know your brand, they need to learn to like you and trust you. And a lot of that has to do with how many times are you touching reaching out, communicating with a person, um, you know, what happens when they sign up for something on your website, what happens, um, you, you can't be in all those places at once. So having a tool like Active Campaign, it just is going to simplify the communication. And what it does, it just lets you create workflows, which will out automatic emails based on certain conditions that happen. So if someone signs up for a ebook on your website, it can trigger 10 some emails over the span of two months to go out. So really building that relationship. relationship. So it's really good for, um, that, but yeah, we use like Zapier for automation. If you haven't heard of that one, um, that just links applications together. So that's a cool one as well. So if someone books a call, for example, I can have it ping, hit me in Slack and say someone booked the call. And so that saves me time knowing right away, someone's booked the call. I can see what's coming up. Maybe that comes in an email in Calendly, you know, with, or with a, a call scheduling tool. But like I said, that's all Zapier does. It, it binds these applications together so it can make it seem like 20 people are running your business instead of just one little app. Um, the, the, the tech I can go on and on. Calendly, of course, another big one. That's a call scheduling tool. There's a bunch like it. Those are probably the biggest ones, I think, that that we got into. Um, of course, you need email and everything. So G Suite and all that is is some of what we use. But um, systems and processes as far as like the business, we we can go in that if you want to know um, how we do that. Okay, cool. So, when we do a deal, and this started with our first deal, we've gotten a lot better at it, but we figured out kind of the different pieces of taking a deal from acquisitions all the way to um, close or asset management, you know, because you're holding it for five years in syndication. So, we really built out a long kind of task list. Uh, I think it's about five different major chunks that happen when we get involved in a deal with partners. And we broke that down into each one of those different areas. So let's say partner comes, we have a deal under contract. So we label that whole thing as, you know, deal under contract, for example. What do we do as a company for that piece of the business? Uh, Maybe the next piece is raising capital, but right now we're under contract. Maybe we're just negotiating terms. We're building up our plan. We're, you know, maybe visiting the site, doing due diligence. Um, And then we start the raising capital process. So that might be the second big chunk. That's how we do it. Every time we do a deal, we just break it up into big pieces. And then we carve up those little pieces, those big pieces into little tasks that someone is accountable for. And so that's, you know, we make a process map for that. So A, B, C, D, these things happen in order. And that way, you know, your timelines are going to change per deal. If it's a bigger deal, smaller deal, bigger raise, lower raise. So, but that that's how you do it. You start, you kind of reverse engineer it. This is what I need to get done. Okay, I can cover it up into these type of tasks, these type of steps. And these are the people who are accountable. And that's helped us a lot. Um, you know, you don't want to miss something or know that you're a week away from closing and you haven't raised or started raising at all, right? You really want to back it up into it so that you have the appropriate timelines to execute what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I think it's amazing you guys are you guys are taking all the deals you are done, you're learning something from them, and you're basically automating this process. You know, checklists, it's basically an SOP, right? So you guys can look back and say, hey, you know, we need to do all these things to make sure we aren't dropping the ball somewhere else, or, you know, we're missing a deadline or something. Like that. And that's, I mean, that's how big companies operate, though. So I think that you guys implementing that in your business is massive right and you know obviously we could talk about i could talk about that stuff all day just going into it but uh we won't go there for now but um, <laughs> you know we uh, i think that's that's pretty massive and, and going back to i know we mentioned this a little bit earlier but active campaign i think i'm with ashton here um that thing is uh man you can get deep in that thing uh we use active campaign as well it's very powerful but uh, we need a guy uh on our team like you chris for sure. So we can can handle that because that thing is a monster. Yeah, Yeah, it's a monster in its own. It can be. But um, yeah, so really, you know, today we've gone over team building, we've gone over leverage and all that stuff. And we've gone over to to, um, technology. We do have most of a lot of our listeners are passive investors, right? And so you guys are on a mission, you know, for creating financial freedom and all this stuff. What drove you to really have this mission to, you know, create this financial freedom and help other passive investors get to where they want to be?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think what it is is, well, for me, it was, you know, I really enjoyed what I did. I was very passionate about what I did, the military, um, deploying, doing everything I did overseas. Uh, But, you know, that doesn't leave you with a great retirement plan. It's very time consuming. I was gone from the family anywhere from like 265 days plus a year. Um, And so then when I had kids, that was a big part for me. You know, I wanted to be home for my kids and I wanted to be able to dictate when. I go places where I, and where I go. And then, you know, can I, and then being able to do that with my family. Right. Um, I'm a huge outdoors guy. I want to go spend that time with my family, uh, teach my daughters to surf and snowboard and all that stuff. Um, so creating multiple streams of income for me was huge, you know, something that I can do, I can create, right. I can, I can do this deal, create this passive income, this cash Um, and then I can manage the manager. And I can go do what I want to do with my children, then come back and check on and come, you know, and just keep doing that. Um, that was a huge, that was a huge thing for me was, you know, I didn't have, you know, I had my retirement set up, sure, but it's not much. I mean, if you look at what a military member gets when he gets out at like an E7, it's, I don't even want to throw a number out there. It's embarrassing what we get, <laughs> but it was something I wasn't going to quit. That's what I still wanted to do. I didn't do it for the money. So it was up to me to create that alternate stream of income. It was all up to me to create that retirement. Uh, for myself and that's it right I mean that's the that's what we're all looking for we're looking for that freedom I don't care if it's for your family or if it's because you have a passionate project or you want to go climb Mount Kilimanjaro or whatever like you have you have something you want to do and maybe something's slowing you down and typically money isn't everything but it is the answer to help you get what you want right And, and that's ultimately the freedom of choices and that actually used to be our slogan was like the freedom to choose you know Choose more opportunity, more choices, more freedom, and um, that's what it was about for us. So, and the more people you get involved, the easier it is to to do. Right, this is a team sport. So, I'm I guarantee there's people out there that are still very passionate about their their jobs, doctors, lawyers, you know, pilots that love their job, but they don't have the time to do that, and they're just you know their money's just. Losing, they're just losing money because it's either sitting in the stock market going up and down with the volatility of the stocks, or maybe it's just sitting in savings or whatever. And they want to do something better with it. They want to create another stream of income, create more security, get better returns, whatever. Like that's what we wanted to do. And we found that we, if we do that with other people, it made more sense. It was easier to do the more people got involved. Um, and people enjoy it. You know, real estate makes sense to people. People need a place to stay. That makes sense. They'll always need a place to live. So
0: yeah, Yeah. I think that's go go ahead, Chris. You got
2: something Uh, to that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. On top of that, I mean, we're reaching out to people like us who are working professionals, um, you know, looking for something bigger, looking to get back their time to spend with family, to spend on their passion, their purpose, whatever it is in life, and maybe their job is their passion, purpose, and they don't have the time to go vet and do all these required due diligence for these higher performing assets such as real estate, and that's that's who we're talking to. We're talking to people just like us. And we even, you know, even taking a bit further, I mean, we, Ashton didn't even mention, um, we're doing charity now. So that's mm-hmm. really cool pieces of our fund, our deals, like the property behind me are actually going towards, uh, operations like big sky bravery, which is, a, a post, uh, decompression for veterans coming back from war. And, and, Pretty cool. They take them up in the mountains and then go, uh, you know, hang out for a couple of weeks and decompress from all all what they went through. So we're being able to do a lot of stuff like that now, all because we're working all together. um, Working professionals, we're all investing in these type of assets that are uh, good performing and and beating out uh, other returns and uh, doing a a good cause like that. So that's kind of what's behind a lot of what we do is, um, you know, finding other people that want to get that time back, that freedom back and participate in a cool cause like that.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, and that cause I I love that, and uh, you know I think it's pretty important for a lot of our listeners to heed what you guys are saying because this isn't you know just you don't have to just want to quit your job to want to passively invest you know or take the benefits of this because I I hear that a lot people say hey you know I don't want to quit my job you don't have to quit your job this isn't about (laughs) quitting your job this is about this is about you guys mentioned earlier it's about creating your life right It's, it's it's about actually building the life that you want and this is gonna this could potentially help you get to that point. So I think you guys are spot on with that. Love what you guys are doing, man. This has been, this has been a great conversation. I feel like I can sit here and talk to you guys all day. Uh, but before we get Same. out of here, we want to, we want to take some time and there's time to spotlight on you guys. So tell listeners more about your company and anything else you guys have going on.
1: Um, so yeah, I mean, if people want to learn more about us, uh, what nonprofits we're working on, what projects we're working on, Our website's a great, uh, great tool for that. Great insight into our lives. I mean, our family is a huge part of this. You'll see every family member in that on our website um, because we're both big family guys. Um, So our website's uh, www.valkyriegroup.com and Valkyrie is spelled V-A-L-K-E-R-E. And fun fact, it's actually an anagram of our last name, which Chris Mm -hmm. came up with. And uh, so it's kind of cool. But yeah, that's a good insight into who we are who we're partner with, what we're working on, uh, what we're doing. But yeah, I think I always forget to mention that, like the, the nonprofits we're partnered with, the other one we're partnered with on this particular t- deal. So Big Sky Bravery is one of them, which they're personal friends of mine. I love what they're doing. And um, I love, you know, how they're helping people, how they're giving back to veterans. But the other one is uh, a friend of ours introduced us to Unbound, which fights um, human trafficking around the world. And they're based out of Waco, Texas. And so we're going to, yeah, a portion of the cash flow is going to go to both of those groups, you know, over this next deal over the next five years. So, very cool way that we're able to give back. We're creating the vehicle to give back to, you know, to help other people. So,
2: if you want to be a part of that um, movement, if you want to be part of these kind of uh, projects, we are on a 384, 506C investment opportunity at present. So, depending when this comes out, that might be available, but you can just go to our website. Um, we also just came out with an ebook, the Passive Investors Handbook. Um, really cool one. Whether you want to do passive or active, or just check out how syndications work, that's that's a great one. It's kind of like an A to Z. So um, you can pick up all that for free. You can check out the deals we're done. Check out what we're doing. ValkyrieGroup.com.
0: Awesome. We're gonna make sure to link all that stuff in the show notes. The website, the ebook, all the the Big Sky and the Unbound and stuff like that. We'll make sure to get that in the show notes so our guys can uh, link up to that and check that out, guys really appreciate you guys coming on the show today. It's been, it's been amazing. Can't wait to connect further with you guys in the future. So thank you for coming on the show.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having us guys. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.